Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's up? David, quick uh, one-page show notes today. Yeah, it's easy. You know what it is. Last week we talked about the writer's strike. <laughs> right. Right. But as a result, everything's kind of shut down. Yeah, there was nobody There's available to write our show. Nobody available to write a show. Right. No, but seriously, like the only like the only news that you we were seeing that I saw was all speculative casting news. Okay. And that was basically or news about movies that we already knew. Right. Like so and so did box office so much. Yeah. And uh, the casting news I didn't think was worth ta- talking about because I think. Without the writers behind it, all of the I feel like all of these things could go not away, but they could change very quickly. Yeah, and thus the ca- the casting could change very quickly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Disagree? I, I no, I agree. The writers' strike marches on. Yeah, I I just feel like um, I mean, how long is this strike going to go on? Is this going to be like the pandemic where I told Drew this could last almost a week? We could be closed for a full, <laughs> full week. Week. Full five day business day. <laughs> right, right. Five, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah not yeah, like right. a full no. seven. <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, come Get on. out of here. That's my, week. <laughs> that's my number one memory from the early pandemic is being up here in the office and closing the theater for the first time in the history of our theater. We closed two in the previous, in the what, 14, I don't know how many years before COVID. Um, Yeah, for about 14 years. We had closed two different days. Both were related to blizzards. Mm. So in 14 years, we closed twice. That wasn't a holiday. No, we were open on 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 every holiday. We never closed. Wow. Ever. And so then, you know, we got to this, and I was like, well, we don't close. Like, I just didn't have that mindset. Like, we don't close. Yeah, who does that? You know, we're like Turkey Hill. Like, we're always rocking. So I remember, like, talking to Drew, and he was like, we got to close. And I was like, yeah, I think we got to close. And then we were, like, sitting here talking about this, and we were like, we're probably going to be closed tomorrow. And I was like, come on. Yeah, get out of here. We got no time to die coming. We got Top Gun coming. Nah, you know, they're right around the corner. Right, right. And uh, I remember saying to him, like, it, "This could be like this could be a whole week. This could be like two weeks. It could stretch out to two weeks. We might ne- really need to rethink things. A total of ten business days. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the famous last words. That's yeah. that's my number one early COVID." work-related memory. I'll show you, yeah. the world said. Right, right. <laughs> and then that's when you and I uh, learned how to do the show remotely. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Ain't like going to stop us. No way. We ain't scared of no yeah. stupid scared. pandemic. We ain't scared of the writer's strike. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so how long has the writer's strike been? Three weeks. Okay. Maybe four. All right. Uh, 
Call me when it's a year and a Call half. Call me when it's a year. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's uh, I, I feel like they're probably getting close to breaking point. I have no idea. I, I, I have no intelligence on this situation other than there's enough money at stake and what the writers are asking for is not insane. No. So, like, I do think it's going to, like, wrap up. What I love about it is every time I bring it up, the sheer lack of engagement in your face. <laughs> just like, I don't care about this. This doesn't affect me. When the whole time I'm like, look at how this is affecting us. And you're like, nah, nah. we might close for a week. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of things that will affect us. Yeah. And I'm ju- I'm sorry. I'm being. I'm just trying to be funny. I know that the writer strike will absolutely affect mm. our pipeline. Yeah. So anyway, um, con cans cons cans 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 cans, cans happened, mm. and there was a big winner, mm-hmm. and there was a less exciting film. Yeah. Right. Well, the big winner huh? was Scorsese. Oh yeah. With Killers of the Flower mm. Moon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and we're going to talk about that trailer in a little bit. I went from like this vague general awareness that this movie existed to like full on can't wait. It comes out in October. Yeah. So it's pretty early that they, they showed it, but, and then the other one that you wanted to talk about, that's a little polarizing. Yeah. Little, little rinky dink. Indiana Jones and the dial. No, what is it? Dial of destiny. Dial of destiny. Talk yeah. to, talk to, what are you hearing? What do you, what's on the street in Venice? Goodness. It's not Venice. It's, it's cans. It's all over the place. Yeah. It's one minute. They're like praising it for having a romp of action. Oh, a romp. a romp. A romp. Yeah. Back to the roots. Some might even say at oh, times. Great. And then on the other hand, Uh-oh. you've got them saying doesn't really live up to it. And then my favorite one, which is pointed out by our one and only Encyclopedia Brown was the review this movie makes yeah <laughs> it makes crystal skull look good yeah i heard uh i heard a, a similar take on that when they said um this movie makes me realize i didn't know how good i had it with crystal skull yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> how, yeah, yeah. how good we had it um do you think so remember oh shoot which was the star wars that came out that i just loved so much but a lot of people were complaining because it was a lot like episode four. It was like it was like um, fan service. Like like what I'm wondering is I forget which Star Wars movie that was. Of the new three or do you, you don't mean Rogue One, do you? I I might mean Rogue Rogue One. Was that episode um, seven? No, Rogue One's the one that doesn't have an episode. Oh no no, I'm talking about an episode. Okay. And it was it might have been it might have just been episode seven. You know, the first of the more recent trilogy. Right. Okay, that sounds like it probably is. Yeah, yeah, and I remember some film snobs were saying, like, oh, all they did was redo, like, like all these callbacks to episode four, and it's it's so much just like Star Wars and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's great, because I freaking loved Star Wars. Right. You know, and if you're going to make a movie that's a lot like that one, sign me up. So if these guys are saying like, oh, this movie sucked because it was just like, you know, rehashing the glory days of Raiders of the Lost Ark, like, great, sign me up because I loved Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, I I don't know where I stand on, I mean, I'm fully open to this movie. Right. I don't have a pre, like, I don't, not like, oh, I'm, I love that they're hating right. it or oh, how, right. how dare they hate it. Right. I'm kind of curious because 
what I suspected from it was that it was <laughs> going to be them going back and kind of redoing some of his old things. Yeah. Like, because it's time travel and that we were going to, because it looks like they, they kind of have something to do with the rock that, that chases him down the hallway that, mm-hmm. you know, from the mm-hmm. first movie. Yeah. Like, they might be the ones that push the rock after him. Right. Or something. So, and I'm all for that kind of like time travel shenanigans. Yeah. Like, sure. Totally. So, I'm squarely, you and I are on the same page yeah. because I'm not offended that they're bad mouthing it. I'm completely open to it. Mm-hmm. You know, great. Let's, yeah. let's rock. And guess what? Tickets go on sale tomorrow. What's the release date on this one? Um, June 30th. 30th. And the next month. Yeah. I mean, everything's happening next month. That's why, that's why I can't keep track. Yeah. It, it all just starts going. It's crazy. And I literally today sent an email to all the managers at all three locations with an update on 4th of July. Ooh. Can you believe we're already... I mean, because yeah. Indiana Jones opens June 30th, so that means during that opening week... A Tuesday of that week is 4th of July. And the, the email said, get ready some, for some real fireworks. Listen to the Pensano podcast. <laughs> <laughs> also, That's, July 4th is coming up. I, I, sh- I shouldn't have blind copied you on that. <laughs> yeah, you, I knew. You, right? you obviously knew exactly what I was going to say. Uh, speaking of things that you love to talk about, mm. David. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm always, we always talk in the staff meeting. What, what we frequently do is we give you the floor. Mm. For a few minutes, so that you can talk sports ball. Yeah, because you always got so much to share. I get up and I'm like, guys, this week you would not believe the goals. <laughs> you would not believe the goals. Yeah, they were definitely <laughs> made. Right, and there were points scored. Points got scored. Right, teams <laughs> lost. And right, some teams won. Some teams won. Yeah, right. The thing to know is, in the end, sports happened. Right, but. We had a little trauma because you called me the other night crying, mm. which I, I, you don't mind we discuss this. No, I mean, yeah. it happens. Right, it happens. Fairly often. And so um, one of the great, some people say the greatest NFL player in history, although clearly in my book he's second to Tom Brady, mm. but James Brown, rest in peace, passed away at the ripe old age of 87. Wow. My boy had a good run. Yeah. See what I did there? Because he was a running uh, back. <laughs> was he a running back or did he just act as a running back? <laughs> so here's the thing. Like many sports ball players, mm-hmm. he did have a little bit of a film resume. Yeah. I remember that he was in the Dirty Dozen. Yeah. Have you seen The Dirty Dozen? Not in current time. I have seen it at some point. You, you saw it. Like yeah. at some point in your life you've yeah. seen Yeah, I haven't watched it in years either. But he had a strong strong supporting role in um, um, The Dirty Dozen. He was also, I don't know if you, do you remember the show Chips? Yeah. Yeah, he was on Chips a little bit. So oh, nice. like my boy, he will always obviously be remembered for his legendary NFL career. But since this is the Penn Central podcast, I thought it was worthy to mention our boy was in the movies. Yeah. He was on the big screen. He did it. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. If Penn Cinema had been open, we would have played his movies. Oh, yeah. For sure. When I went to think of the theme to Chips, all I thought was the theme to MASH, just so you want to know, <laughs> in my head. I, I like, part of my brain is still stuck on that. Like, yeah. but what is the theme to Chips? <laughs> I, I have no idea. If my life depended on it, I could not come up with it. Because all I think of when you say the theme to Chips, I come up with the theme, I'm going to go even older, Oh, emergency. 
Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, there's a show that was on in the 70s called Emergency that me and my brother watched. And the theme was basically like a siren. Like, beep-boop-beep. <laughs> <laughs> I feel were, like if we started to hear the theme of Chips, we would have been like, oh, yeah. If but. The other one that I would go to is the theme to the A-Team. Yeah. Love the A-Team. Love the A-Team. Oh, my God. I saw an episode where they baked guns into bread. And then they were like, <laughs> surprise, we've got these guns we basically baked into a baguette. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a riot. Let's talk about Nintendo. Shall we? First, I want to say that, well, before you, I mean, you were, put this on here so you can, you can say that stuff, but I want to get your catch on this. Yeah. Talk to me. Mario. Get my catch? Super Mario Brothers. Do you want my catch or do you want my take? Well, I want you to take your catch. Okay. And show me. I'll catch a take. Show me it. Okay. Yeah. It's still doing gangbusters. Huge. It's like almost, is this still the top one? It's not, but, but it's, it's, it's right up there and we're in our seventh week. Right. Seven, up on, if you would have told me that movie has been out for seven weeks, I would have been like it came out three weeks ago. Right. No. It, it, I mean, Emotionally, it feels like it's right up there with Fast and Furious. The numbers tell a different story. Fast and Furious is far and away the number one movie. Guardians is still a good bit above Super Mario. But Super Mario is right there with a really solid number three. And if you stand in the lobby for a little while, you see a steady stream of kids all day long coming to see Super Mario. So riddle me this. The movie's doing that good. Mm. How come last week it showed up on demand? Mm. Like what's Nintendo? Like Nintendo's just like, well, we'll just get it out as quick as possible. I don't know. I did. I I have to admit, I did not know it was on demand. Yeah, last like Thursday or something. Yeah. It, How it, much? I, thought, I didn't even check. Like, do you pay like twenty bucks to watch it, or is it like if you're a subscriber, if you have this platform, you can watch it? It's a pay to watch or buy. Okay. From what I understand. Yeah. I think it's through Voodoo. That's crazy. They're they're fools. Yeah, it's that's what I'm saying. But it's that's like, pretty typical for Peacock. Is it Peacock? Well, you know, it's a universal title, isn't it? Oh. So I yeah, assume I so. that if it's on a platform, it's got to be on Peacock. Yeah. Are you sure? Well, you say that, but look at Scorsese's film as a Paramount film, and it's on Apple Plus. True. Which is also crazy that Scorsese's movie is kind of a streaming film. Well, this is the guy who brought us uh, The Irishman. So this is the same model. He's doing the same model. He's okay. making a big-budget Hollywood movie. He's going to release it in theaters, and then it's going to have a life on Apple. Got it. So what did you have here to say about Nintendo? I was just at the Nintendo store in New York. And they said, Nintendo? They said, Nintendo, don't touch that. And right. I said, I'm going to. And then I touched the, the display. Watch me, Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not allowed back. but <laughs> That's a different story, a different story for a different day. Yeah. Is that why there's that... Um, bracelet on your ankle the monitoring <laughs> yeah that's not from the cops that's a nintendo bracelet oh no, that's a nintendo right <laughs> it's branded you see it. <laughs> right. now that i look closer i see yeah, yeah. <laughs> no i just thought this was an interesting take not take it's a catch is an interesting catch or take or release yeah. of um Catch and release. Catch and really. release, right, yeah. right, yeah. if that's your take. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got to give and you take. You take and right. you give. Sometimes you shove. Right. And sometimes you push. push. Right. Yeah. Right. What's the song? Um, you take them all, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them all, and there you have there the facts of life. Yes. <laughs> that's the theme of chips. Yes. Finally, we got there. 
All right, so you, you give and you take and you push and you pull and you prod, and what you see is then the... <laughs> Super Mario is massive. Right. And what they... I, I thought this was a really interesting take from Joe Blow. With the resounding... Su- I'm quoting now. With the resounding success of the Super Mario's Brothers movie... It doesn't just mean that fans should expect a sequel. It means that Universal and Illumination have created the next cinematic universe. Enter stage left, Super Smash Bros. Mm. That's going to be a movie. Well, that would be their like Avengers, I guess. Right. That's where what all I'm, the other movies come together for them to fight. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and to get there, we got to have Pokemon, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. I mean, these are. This is a roadmap of massive future titles. No. Yeah. My only thing is, after seeing the Super Mario movie, which we loved, loved. Yeah. Uh, I think they need to slow their references down. Like it felt like Mario Brothers was just like everything that you could think of of Mario in one movie. You got mm. the you got the carts. You got you know all the all the power ups and and it was like. If this was just going to be it, like, that was great. We got to see a little bit of everything. But if you save some of that for like, you could have a whole movie around Mario Kart. You could have a whole movie right, around right, the, the right. power-up suits. You know, interesting. Slow, slow down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, so what you're saying is Super Mario Two comes before Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Super Mario Two Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, and you have to have Legends of. Yeah, I think you have to have all these other movies before Smash Brothers. Yeah. So they introduce the characters, and then Smash Brothers, which is a game I know you're massively familiar with, is when all of these different characters come together and they fight each other. Um, the Penn Cinema staff are having a Smash Brothers party. Are you really? Yeah. Playing Smash Brothers on the big screen. No doubt. That's awesome. It's word. Yeah. You going to win? Um, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's that's what we got. That's, what, that's all the news. Thanks a lot, writers. Fit to print this week. Which means, oh, he did the move. The circular move. Yeah, it was pretty great. Let's get into movie trailers this week. There's a lot to choose from. I'm not sure my movie of the week. Trailer of the week. I thought I knew what mine was. Yeah. And then this other one came out, and I was like, this is is amazing. Theater camp? Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about theater camp. Is that your trailer of the no. week? No. Okay. Yeah. Theater, theater camp <laughs> is a comedy about a bunch of kids who go to theater. Right. Where the people people at the theater camp, the kids, and the leaders are all very much theater people and absolutely ridiculous. Every caricature of every stereotype of theater person is represented in said trailer. Yeah. I think... This is one of those movies that no one will go see, but anyone who loves theater will always know. Yes. After it's out, like if you if you're into theater from this point on, it'll always be like, well, certainly you've seen Theater Camp. It's so relatable, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, honestly, like the premise is perfect. Mm. The story is perfect. I was not overly impressed, like with the comedy, because I think yeah, nothing in the trailer. Made it was laugh. so like clumsy and like, like I said, they basically took every stereotype of camp of theater camp kids or just theater kids, and made sure that they had a reference to them in the trailer. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, like it, it, it laughed. I laughed. 
you know, I thought it was funny, but it wasn't great, you know, and I felt yeah. like uh, I felt a smidge disappointed because when I saw it and understood what the premise was, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be hilarious. And then it wasn't. And then it wasn't. Yeah. But there's a Saturday Night Live skit. Marley is screaming into the into her computer right now because she knows it's cast. It's uh, something, the name of the show, like some show that student musicals always do. And then it's the cast party. It's, oh. like, it's like the such and such cast party. And this theater camp reminded me of that. Cause, but that was like actually hilarious. Mm. So anyway, hopefully they'll get their act together and, and uh, hopefully the movie's better than the trailer. Yeah. All right. What do you want to talk about next? I don't know. Start us at the top. Haunted Mansion. Uh, this trailer was unremarkable unremem- to me. Unrememorable either. Unrememorable, it was. Yeah. It was neither. I neither remarked nor remembered. Yeah. I mean, it I was, watched it. It was all right. I, here's what I liked about it. I, I'll try to give it a little positive love. What I liked about it is. It reminded me of like all the goofy shit that happens at the haunted mansion. Oh, okay. You know, like the chair that goes down the stair, the empty chair that you know somehow goes down the steps. Like, I just felt like it was. I felt not even not even that I have like specific memories of the haunted mansion, but the trailer was very evocative of mm. Disney World. I appreciated it. I watched it and I thought this doesn't. I already wanted to see this movie. It yeah. didn't give me a bad note right. as much as I was just like, right. This isn't like this isn't making me want to see it more. Like I'm, I'm literally just checking out like, right. while watching this. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, the first part of the two-part yeah Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. Part one. Trailer of the week. Yeah. Yeah. This tough competition, but that's where I land. This is what I was like. Is this my trailer? I thought yeah. this. I thought yeah. easy. Easy trailer of the week. Yeah, this looks great. There's a I I yeah. I'm not gonna argue. When you tell me what your trailer of the week is, that'll be fine. Yeah, because they're they're all good from yeah. here on out. This but this looks amazing. Yeah, it's when does this come out? July seventh. Oh, it's too far away. Yeah, that's after the fireworks. After the fireworks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The next one's my trailer of the week. Hit me. The the creator. It's made by the same guy, directed by the same guy who did um, Rogue One, which I love, which makes me excited. It's a story about we create AI, AI takes over. Mm. And then man rebels against AI, Mm. and they're about to destroy AI, and then discover that AI has made like a humanoid child. Mm. And the human decides to take the child and like protect its innocence and maybe we can get along. I don't know. But the, the thing that gets me with this movie isn't the story as much as the design of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I did not like this trailer. Yeah. It certainly was not my trailer of the week. You said you were going to be okay with whatever. No, trailer no, 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 I'm okay with you. <laughs> <laughs> and here you are. That's a bad choice. <laughs> here's what, here's what actually, actually, David, mm. if I could call you out for a second. Me? Yeah. Remember the movie we watched a couple weeks ago? Wait, going, hold on. Is this me you're talking about here? Remember that movie a couple weeks ago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Right. The one that you totally saw and have an opinion right. on? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your chief complaint was you didn't appreciate how the animals were handled. Right. Right. Okay. Valid. Great. Right. 
Good. I found this movie, the curator, the creator. I found the trailer incredibly stressful because there's so much mass killing. And then they show that that trash compactor filled with robots trying yeah. to crawl their way out, getting smushed. And it was too evocative of like the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. And the, the I found the trailer, I, actually this probably should be my trailer of the week because I found the trailer incredibly powerful to the extent that I was like, I don't wanna watch this movie. I'm too stressed out about the kid. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take a liking to these robots. They're all like C-3PO, and then you're going to kill them all. You know, I found the tra- – I mean, it was obviously an effective trailer because, like I said, it was powerful, and I didn't like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have opinions, and they're valid. Yeah, and you have the emotional fortitude to enjoy the trailer like this. Yeah, I looked at it, and I said, look at those things dying. Yeah. Well, they're not animals, ah. so I'm on board. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon, the aforementioned Martin Scorsese title, which recently screened to, quote, rave reviews at the CansCons Film Festival. I would have not, like, initial, like, shots of this, I would have been, I was kind of like, I don't think I'm going to like this. Absolutely, same. And then the trailer played, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to, oh. Oh. I think I'm kind of liking this. Yeah. Because usually Scorsese films can go, I'm not usually, like, very drawn to them mm. but this one i like it i like the the wording over it like can you spot the wolves right and then they show like the the wolves and then they show the modern day modern day just people yeah like can you spot the wolves and right like, oh yeah okay. no this was a great trailer i thought for sure this was going to be your trailer of the week um when you didn't pick mission impossible mm. i'm excited for this movie i'm not saying it's like most anticipated but i'm pretty psyched about it like like I said earlier, it, it went from sort of like, oh, like, yeah, there's a Scorsese movie coming to like, oh, snap. Yeah. Yeah, let's check yeah. this out. <laughs> I saw he quoted, he was quoted as saying, it's not a who done it, it's a who didn't do it. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. I yeah. like that. It's a Nintendo. Nintendo. Right. I got that. I got it. I love it. <laughs> I want more of it. Really. Uh, the next movie we have here is The Blackening, the final trailer. I didn't finish this trailer. Because it was so bad? Well, as soon as they started... It, like, or because it, your DoorDash came. My, well, my, <laughs> my DoorDash came and I didn't want them to know. I was, right. I, was, right. I, I like movies. I, was right. like, I don't like movies. I'm, not, I'm in here reading. <laughs> yeah. I got a book. I'm I got, reading. I, this is a library. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> I, the second time they showed... An audience <laughs> reaction. <laughs> <laughs> the second time they showed the audience reaction, I was like, oh, this is just that. And I just turned right, it off. Right. I yeah. was like, I don't care. No, this, like, I think this movie's going to be hilarious. I do too. But this was a dumb trailer. Yeah. You know what? No, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. This was a marketing trailer. I think that if there was anyone who was on the fence and is susceptible to this kind of like oh how did other people respond then this will probably turn them over yeah five nights at freddy this was the biggest surprise yeah for me first of all i never heard of the movie did you hear of it did you know i'm familiar with the video you're familiar with the video oh okay see i never i wasn't i had no idea what it was i came into it completely fresh this movie opens just before halloween october 27th Mm -hmm. 
and um, also known as Wedding Weekend. Oh. our friend's daughter's getting married. Our friend's daughter? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty wow. exciting. Um, Congratulations, yeah. my friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Anyway, you want to talk since you know the game, you can talk about it. But what I, all I was trying to say was like I went completely cold into this. I was like, "What? What is this dumb thing?" And then it was freaking awesome. I'm going to be curious how many people bring their kids to this, and why would you bring your kid to this? Because it's a kids' game. It's like Five Nights at Freddy's is one of those things that like preteens play or watch people play. The premise is. You are the new security guard yeah. at like a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And you have to survive five nights at the restaurants called Freddy's. Yeah. And the thing is, is during the day, it's Chuck E. Cheese, but at night, the animatronics come to life and kill people. I saw that. It was terrifying. Yeah. And this movie looks scary as hell. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. But this is like, if you walk down the toy aisle, you'll find toys for this. Oh, my God. Yeah. Such a screwed up world. Yeah. So that's the theater. That's the, the the trailers for this week. Zip zap zoom. Zippity zap zoom. Now it's time to fasten our seatbelts. You don't articulate the ten in there. Fast ten. It's your joke. I know. And I've been giving you credit for it. And I love talking about this movie because I love saying fast ten your seatbelts. Fast seat ten your seatbelts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the real title is Fast X because they're X. boring. Right. Yeah. Which is the eleventh Fast and Furious film. Because Hobbs and Shaw. Right. Which I feel like this is the first one where you've got, like, you didn't have to see Hobbs and Shaw, but it benefits you to mm -hmm. have. Considering one of the scenes in this movie is the end credit scene from Hobbs and Shaw. Right. Yeah. Which you knew, of course. I absolutely, well, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. 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 What did you think? Were there more than, was that the only repurposed scene? No, there were a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Because I was going to say, I recognize, like, the whole. I know, and I get it. It was servicing the plot, like that. Which movie were did they steal the safe? I think that's five. But so that was that was repurposed, and, and was some of that like exist? Some of that was just literally reshowing. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, but some, but some of it was also cool. Like I thought it was a cool way to get there with the plot in terms of like showing what else was happening. Like we saw this the safe get stolen in Fast Five. Right, but. In Fast 10, we see what was going on behind the scenes. Right. And I thought that was kind of neat. Like, yeah. I, I'd, I'd like to see, um, I think it's a cool little trick, and it'd be cool if other, like, franchises could do that. Yeah. You know, you're at the conclusion of the Rocky fight. Adrian gets into the ring with Rocky. Other movies do do that. I just can't remember which ones they are. I don't remember seeing that. It happens. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a neat little trick. It, I Yeah. I thought there was this more than any of the other ones. This movie relies on your knowledge of the previous films really heavily to know who the bad guys are, to get the circumstances that are going on, to understand why people have beef with each other. Um, so as I've recently demonstrated on the show, I have almost zero recall right. of the Fast and Furious right. plot and points. I, I you are on the other hand Arnold Schwarzenegger. On totally the other hand, recall. yes, yeah, you're Arnold. I'm fucking Pee Wee Herman or something. We'll have to go to the cop. 
Perfect. <laughs> um, my point was, I don't remember any of the plots mm. from any of the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. Because to me, they all blend together. Right. It's all good guys outrunning bad guys. You know, it's my favorite pet peeve. 35 bad guys are shooting at the hero. None of them can hit the hero. No. And then the hero turns around and kills them all with a single bullet. Right. Right. So my point for the third time is that I enjoyed this movie despite my inability to recall the plot points. So I think what you're saying is, you know, this movie relied on people knowing the story. What I would say is people who knew the story probably enjoyed this movie even more than I did. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I definitely saw it with people who didn't know the whole story and they yeah. still enjoyed it. Yeah. But it was a lot more interesting to me to know all the little connections. Yeah. Like the scene with Jason Statham punching the guy in the, in the, that is all part of Hobbs and Shaw. Mm. And that's like during the credits and he opens the door and Han's there. So, I remember. I remember that. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot that that was part of the end credits. Yeah. Yeah. It now is. that you now that you say that, I remember it. But I, I forgot that when I was watching Fast X. It's. Uh, it, I thought this movie was very enjoyable. I will say that as far as a Fast and Furious movie goes, compared to the last couple of them, it is probably my lowest rating one. However, it is very much only a part of a bigger story. And I reserve judgment on this movie until the full story is out. Like, it's one of those things where it might be like Endgame, where you can't watch it without Infinity War. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, it, it, where they both complement each other to the point where they're almost inseparable. So let me ask you this. You gonna ask me this about that? I'm gonna ask you this about that. Okay. Young David. Mm. So young. Hey, <laughs> Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, did he die? Who? Any of them. Any. The plane that went down over the mountain oh that you didn't see crash. Um, the flood that you didn't see happen when Dom and his son were. Oh, that's where the next movie will pick up for sure. Let's let me point this. Out. All right. Point this po out about that. Yeah. Let me point this out about that. At this point in the Fast and Furious franchise, mm -hmm. at this point, every main character that has died now that this movie has come out has come back to life. Right. <laughs> Every single right. one of them right. has come because because right. the only one left was Gal Gadot and, and she's back. She's back. Yeah. Now, I mean, there were people who died during right. this movie, but as you know, they could not be they might not be dead can you explain that ending to me real quick I'm not trying to rehash the whole entire movie right but I did not understand what the big deal was with the two girls and then the submarine comes up and there's Wonder Woman well Cypher right the girl played by uh, Charlize Theron Theron yes her character in one of the movies stole a sub okay right and then in a different movie Gal Gadot fell out of a plane that was 25 feet off the ground and they were just like, well, she's dead. <laughs> she literally, you don't see her, she just like falls right. into darkness and they're like, well, guess she's gone. Yeah. We're not going to walk 30 feet back and find out. Right. It's too, it's yeah. too far. No, come what, on. What, do we have cars? No. No. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, so the submarine pops up right. through the ice just like it did in the movie. Right. That, that it wasn't before and then out pops to the top. Hey, mm. it's me, Gal Gadot. But then that was the end of that. Well, yeah, but it was all cliffhangers. 
So, okay, so that's what you're saying. Is that, okay, that's the big, for Fast 11. That was the big reveal. Yeah. that Because that, Letty's got her own story with Cypher. Yep, okay. Going on. The the plane crashed around the corner. Let's not forget that they had a, a cargo full of cars, of cars, which they have in multiple movies driven out of the back of flying planes. Right. And been fine. Right. So let's just remember that that's a thing. Oh, can I make a prediction? Mm. This is the Pensino podcast, Fast 11, the first official Fast 11 prediction. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. Are you, yeah. re- are you ready? I'm so ready. Wait, are you sitting down? Mm. No, hold on. <laughs> now I'm sitting. I can't believe you sit on the cat every time. Every time. time. She's, she likes to sit she would. I, she would know. She yeah. should know by now. She should. Well, she thinks it's her spot. She's not going to move. Does she listen to the show? Well, I think that's why she's so distracted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't hear she's us She's so coming. tied in. Right. Yeah. She's glued. Yeah. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. He blew up the dam. Uh-huh. It's going to flood. And they're going to be like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Pen Ketchum. <laughs> Take care and party on. They're going to blow up the dam. They're all going to say, Damn! <laughs> the water level rises uh-huh. just in time. They're going to drive out of the back of the plane in their Humvee, and the, their their fall will be broken by the water. But the plane blew up before the... the but maybe they dropped really slowly out of the plane. Parachutes. Yeah. I think what's going to happen, this is my prediction... They're like, damn! And even though the, the, it's like... <laughs> I'll give you $1,000 if at the beginning of Fast 11, the first word is, damn! <laughs> even though the thing's exploding like 25 feet away from them, right? there's going to be enough time for those guys to come around the corner, fishtail, and be like... Oh. Get in the car. We gotta go. Yeah, and then right. they're gonna. The water's gonna chase them right. down the. You're right. Down the thing. You're absolutely right. And the whole time they're gonna be like, damn. damn. <laughs> <laughs> what right. do you think of Jason Momoa as a Betty? It was fine. He was a little bit of overacting or whatever, but it was, yeah. it was cool. Like he, I liked. I I didn't like the fact. I don't know. I I liked. He was fine. I think he went from being delightfully the Joker like to being. Way too over the top. That it was. Way too over the top, and so many times, and this is you know kind of my whole problem with the franchise. But like, so many times that he died in that episode, in that movie that we yeah. just watched, you yeah. know. And oh, here, oh, he's still with us. Great. But everyone shot by the sniper. It right. just gets up as soon as the sniper leaves. Right. <laughs> the one scene. I think our, our favorite part in the movie when he's like, "You got everything." But you forgot to take my car. And we're like, oh, jeez. Come on. All right. So Fast X, a.k.a. Uh, Fast 10 Your Seatbelts. I have one last opinion to share. Tell me. You know how I feel about this movie? How do you feel about this movie? I feel about this movie the same way I feel about John Wick. Oh? With all due respect, I feel like they're all interchangeable. Except for the first Fast and Furious and the first John Wick. And after that, it's just sequels. It's you just, say that, just more. But Fast, Fast and Furious has distinct timeline. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. True. 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 No, true. But I'm just saying, like, my enjoyment of this movie was equal to John Wick. Okay, I'll give you that. And also, I stepped out for a coffee. Rude. In the middle of the movie. Rude. That's when all the important things happen. I did not hustle back. 
What? And I don't feel as though I missed anything. You missed everything. <laughs> That's why you didn't enjoy the movie. You missed, you missed all the important You missed everything. You missed right. everything. <laughs> I understand. All right, Fast 10, your seatbelt, a.k.a. Fast X. Best, best, movie. best movie I've ever yeah. seen. Let's move on to listeners' quotes, answers, comments, suggestions, and so forth. Well, just a quick shout-out to our boy Jason Jonathan Jeffrey, not Joseph. Oh. Yeah. Um, he continues to send us the trailers. Yeah. Appreciate, appreciate his work. Just give him a little shout-out. That's, hey, hey. all, that's, all, that's all to that's say. That's all it's all about. Yeah. Then we got a letter from Tony Baloney. Yeah, but first we got a secret. <gasps> We got a secret email from Owen. Oh, Owen? Oh, where? Oh, where? Oh, where? Oh, why? Oh, why? Oh, what? Hawaii. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Aloha. Our boy Owen's, he's making yeah. waves. Yeah. But our, did, did he say we don't have to share it or he we're not we allowed to share it? He said we don't have to share it. And we're yeah. like, our boy's going to go out here and do this kind of stuff and right. we're not going to share it? Right. Big time. Yeah. He's got his own blog thing going on. Yeah. He's doing interviews with big wigs up, up, down, left, and center. Yeah. You got that information to share? Yeah, I can pull it up. Why didn't she talk yeah. about Tony Baloney? Tony Baloney pu- pu- pulls up, and he's like, <laughs> you know, at such and such a second in the last episode, Penn laughed, right. and he sounded like the Joker. But he did not just say Penn laughed and he sounded like the Joker. He said something like... Congratulations to Penn, who has perfectly replicated, yeah. right? Wasn't it like a little, yeah. it was like really building it up. Like this was eerily the Joker. The most Joker-like jo- joke laugh that anyone You've ever has seen. Ever and what were we laughing at at the time? I have no clue. I do. What was it? We were talking about Willem Dafoe. Willem. And we called him Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. And then I lured you down the alley where I hit you with his younger brother, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> <laughs> and his younger brother Willem to six. I was looking around. I couldn't see the exit to the alley. I was like, I'm and, too far in. And then I hit you with a plank. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was one of my favorite moments of that episode yeah, of good. that show. It was great. It was and then we made like jokes about like it's weird that they all have the same first name, but then they get different last <laughs> different names. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. So he sent us the link, as you mentioned, yeah. and said at this time stamp. So I, I played along and scrolled up to the timestamp. Yeah. And that's when that's how I knew it was the Willem Dafoe jokes. Yeah. Uh, and then when I listened <laughs> to it, I was like, it sounds like Penn. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. Is that the Joker? Right. Or is it Penn? Because Tony made a big deal about how, like, once he heard it, he never yeah. unheard it. He was like, this is forever, from forever, this is the Joker. To right. Me. And I'm, and didn't he say, yeah. like, he listened to it, like, over and over, over and over yeah. and over? On repeat. His wife's yeah. like, turn that off. Yeah. They're trying and to sleep. I think it's their laughing. ringtone. Yeah. It's his ringtone now. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Right. So thank you, Tony Baloney, for sharing that gem. Yeah. Uh, so th- so uh, our boy, Owen, aware, Owai, Hawaii, um, he is... He has a blog coming up. Yeah. He's going to do reviews, movie reviews. He's also doing some interviews yeah. with people in the industry. Um, and I think these are tentative. Yeah. Some, some of them are in, some of them are out, some are just still working on the deets. I don't want to create anything awkward. I, I'm not sure if anything's been finalized or whatever, so I'm not trying to put anybody on the spot. But it seems like he has a composer, Gavin Brivik, how to Blow Up a Pipeline. He's going to be interviewed May 23rd. That's coming up. Mm. Adrian Moreau, 
who was an Oscar winner for makeup and prosthetics. Uh, he worked on The Whale. Uh, he's trying to set up that interview. Um, he's trying to set up an interview with Fiona Crombie, a production design professional. Uh, Lauren Dimineoff from yeah. John Wick 4. And Jared Robb, cinematographer. So I think these last four or five are um, pending. Yeah. But big shout out. Big shout out because we love people who follow their dreams and, and do the big the big tasks. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be hard as hell. So stick with it. Yeah. Way to go, dude. Isn't it? Yeah. It's gonna. It's, it's not, not even, easy. No. Being green. Yeah. Or Owen. Or where. Yeah. Hawaii. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to, look, if you want to be a part of the show, <laughs> send us an email, podcast at pencinema.com. You know what I heard from a lot of people? And I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. They said, you're going to do more voice stuff? That was really cool. They love the new email address? They're like, well, no, no, the yeah, voice. They love it. Sending in, playing someone. Oh, who, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I said, yeah. And we've always been able to do that, but nobody yeah. does it. Yeah. So and, so what's it? Remind us. Last week we heard from a woman who sent us a great review of, what was it, Air? Air. Air. Yeah. And, um, and we played the voice memo. Yeah. She sent us a voice memo. So... That's an option. That's great. If you want to send us an email, you can just email us the voice memo. Yeah. That's totally fine. Right. You know. Now, here's the trick. Yeah. Be exciting. We are both yeah. professionals. Mm. So, therefore, we reserve the right. We will likely edit your voice memo right. to make it say whatever we want it to yeah. say. AI is amazing. AI, but also just good old-fashioned voice acting. Right. Yeah. I, I've been known to sound like... So many people, right? I know. All the you, time. Sometimes people are like the Joker, right? So yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah, like I pulled up to Starbucks last week and ordered a medium, and they were like, "Oh my god, it's the Joker! It's the Joker's in our driveway!" Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, podcast at pensinma.com. Send us an email. Shoot us a voice memo. Whatever, yeah. we're yeah. here for it. Yeah. All right, Pen. <laughs> what have you been up to this week outside of the wonderful wide world of movies? So I'm still on Ted Lasso. I'm still on Mrs. Maisel. Kayla and I watched Ghosted. Oh, was it any good? It's okay. Yeah. It was not really good. Mm. It was like good. It was like fine. Just okay. It's like the perfect TV movie. Yeah. It was 100% predictable. It was kind of cheesy. We enjoyed it. Mm. Um, but what I want to talk about yeah. are friends at the Red Rose Film Festival. Oh. Coming up in October of yeah, 2023. Yeah, this is exciting. It's, it's going to be our best year yet. Our friends at the Red Rose Film Festival, we all went in and bought a table to support our other friends at the North Museum for their oh, big holla. Holla, their big annual uh, Cosmic Bash fundraising, fundraiser. Um, and shout out to everybody at the North Museum because they did a great job with this fundraiser. We had so much fun. Uh, I saw a bunch of other filmmakers uh, were at the were all they had another table, so it was cool to see some some people in the Lancaster movie scene, yeah, uh, supporting the North Museum because the North Museum does a lot to support STEM in education, mm. um, and who needs STEM better than like the movie business, right? You know what I mean? So, um, kudos to them, and uh, yeah, we had a great time. Super. That's I was awesome. out, I was out way past my bedtime. Oh my gosh! So like five yeah. thirty? Yeah. Yeah, you feel like, oh, man. It was crazy. I'm hungry, I'm tired, I'm cranky. Let's, no one's changed my diaper. Let's put it are. this way. I don't want to brag. Yeah. But when Kayla came home, <gasps> I was still awake. What's up? Whoa. What's up? How do you like me now? Whoa. Yeah. 
Who are you? Right. What are you? It's a whole new world, David. Oh my God. What have you been up to? Where have you been? You been anywhere interesting? Man, I've been. Where haven't I some been? Some place. You know where you've never been? Probably New York. I was just there. Wait, the city yeah. or the state? No, the city. Did you Inside go, the state. You went to the state? I w- Well, first I got to the border. Right. And I, I was like, this is it. Mm. Buckle up, passengers. Right. And I, I ran the border. Yeah. Straight in. <laughs> then you were in. And then once I was in, I'm not stopping. The border patrol's going to get me. Yeah. So I went straight to the capital. I said, I'm taking this real business. Yeah. Straight to New York City. Which is obviously not the, ca- not the capital right. of New York. Yeah, no, right. As soon as I said that, I was like, shit. <laughs> Damn it. I messed up on this <laughs> Well, I went to the new capital. You know what's fun about New York City? You paid a toll. Well, you took the path over. Yeah. But if you drive, you pay a toll. And people mm-hmm. think like, oh, you're paying a toll to get into New York. Nah, 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 nah. Mm. You know what the issue is? What's that? It's free to get into New Jersey. Yeah, because nobody's gonna pay money to drive into yeah, New Jersey, but they pay your ass to get out. That's what I had to. That's it. We, yep. I was like, "Where's the other part of this toll?" And I was like, yep. "Oh no, I just paid to get into Pennsylvania." Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, you paid to, paid get, to get out, out of, of Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. So you had a big day in New York. Oh my gosh, the biggest Times Square, so Rockefeller fun. Center, Chinatown, Chinatown. We went up the tower, the World Trade Center tower, which Penn did not know was a wow. thing until today. No, I knew it was a thing. I didn't know they were still calling it the World Trade Center. And what's and, and I probably did know that, but I had forgotten it. What's interesting is people my age, like if you grew up in New York City in the in the nineteen seventies, yeah. the World Trade Center was only like. The Twin Towers. Right. Like, that's the World Trade Center. Right. And, you know, they blew that shit up. Right. Terrible. Yeah. And so in my mind, there is no World Trade Center. There's a memorial. Right. You know, there's the... This the is garden. right next to the memorial. I know, I know, I know, I know what it is. And I hear you, but I'm just saying, it's kind of like, um, nah. You know what I mean? Like, nah. There's only one World Trade Center, and it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Let me tell you about this experience. I told yeah. you about this experience. Yeah. I'm going to tell it again for the show. Please. It was, it it's was, hilarious. Was we get there. It's rainy. And they're like, guess what? It's going to be a little... Visibility is a little low. You sure you want to do this? Visibility, what? At the top? At the top. Yeah. 101 floors up. We're mm. like, sure. Whatever. We'll probably still be able to see, like... Something. Outline, yeah. Something. Like, yeah. How could we not? It'd be cool. We get up there, and there's this big presentation, all these <laughs> lights and cameras and video and the special backdrop. And the backdrop falls away <gasps> to show you the windows, and it's pure what? white. Like someone had take, taken white paint on the windows and just painted them all pure white because we were in a cloud. And, <laughs> and then we walked out into the observation center, and it's just... Everywhere you look, you couldn't even see any, like any, it looked like the windows were just white and uh, we just left. Why would they make you go all the way up there if you just can't see past the white windows? Well, that's the thing. It was a choice. We were given, they told, they warned us at the Uh, bottom that uh, visibility was low and said, do you still want to do this? You paid money. Are you sure you still want to do this? And us being out of towners as well as almost everyone else at the top. Right was like, well, I'm here now. I'm not going to have another chance, not realizing 
how low the visibility. Right. By low visibility, they should have said no, no visibility. visibility. <laughs> <laughs> that would have right, been right, the right. same. That's the distinction. <laughs> yeah. That's the distinction you're looking for. Yeah. I thought, we'll see, like, maybe just rooftops or something. Low visibility versus no visibility. Yeah. That's, a, that's a key detail they left out. And then even though it was a sham to get up there during this time, yeah. you would have thought maybe they'll have some amenities because, hey, you paid to be here. But, but no, instead they were like, would you like to pay $15 for an AR experience? Which I will give him this. Of all the times to buy this thing, this would have been the perfect time. Yeah. Because what it was, it was an iPad that you held up and it showed the city as it was in front of you. Uh, so you could see what you would have normally gotcha. looked at. And then you could tap on a building and it would like zoom into that building and tell you what it was. Very cool. That would have been, I mean. Yeah. It was tempting, yeah. But we were all such in awe of the whiteness, Ooh, yeah, of the surrounding area that we just kind of moved on. Gotcha. But, so that's my big day in New York. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Now next week, I've actually been to New York. No. Yeah, no, it's true. No. Yeah. So next week, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. That's the only thing that comes out, right? No, we have a full full plate next week. What is next week? Next week, we the I mean, it's the only relevant movie that comes out. But next week is The Little Mermaid, which will become easily the number one movie. This movie, the pre-sales are off the charts. Oh, really? They are amazing. Okay. Yeah. So Little Mermaid, also opening The Machine. Yeah. That comedy guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who joined the Russian mob Mm -hmm. or whatever. Also opening De Niro in About My Father. Oh. The fish out of water comedy, and uh, family dysfunction comedy, and also the fourth title we're opening is Kandahar. The um, oh shoot, is it uh, Hollywood? No, it's it's uh, it's no, it's Hollywood. It's a it, it takes place in like Saudi Arabia type thing. The guy um, oh shoot, you know the guy. The, the it's it's a it's an action movie. Lots of guns, lots of jeeps. Somebody gets kidnapped. Somebody gets whatever betrayed and it's like a sort of a war thriller soldier mm-hmm. type of movie i'm i'm blanking on the star but it's um somebody you've seen in this role before you know it's not liam neeson but it's somebody like that what's the family movie called? gerard butler Gerard Butler. that's who it is what's the family movie again about a- the dad about my father about my father we we talked about that trailer yeah. yeah yeah my my mom doesn't like to go to the movies sure and this movie she was like I want to see that movie in the movie theater. Nice. So you going to take her? Yeah, I'm going to try and do it. All right, good. See if we can work it out. So, all right. So next week, The Little Mermaid, a whole new world. You know, it's awesome. Under the sea. I'm 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 excited for to to see The Little Mermaid. I am too. I love the music. So of course. Okay. Well, if you want to be a part of the show, best way to do that is go ahead and shoot us an email podcast at pensinema.com. Right. But if you want to support the show, right. How would you go about doing that? How would I go about doing yeah, it? Yeah, what's the best way? Who, just anybody? Well, yeah, anyone. Okay. I mean, I didn't want to bring this up. Yeah, I mean, you've never been to New York, so how could Right, because it's personal. Yeah. yeah. You know, but what what a lot of people are doing nowadays right. is they're, they're going to their favorite city mm. with, like, three friends. Yeah. They're all piling in, like, a, I don't know, a car. Yeah. <laughs> and driving, like, I don't know, like, to New Jersey or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But what they're doing, I don't know. Did you hear about? This? Have you read this? Did you read this? I, well, this was in the journal. Yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah. They talked. There was a little piece in the journal. It w- it wasn't on the cover, so I didn't know the front yeah. page. So I didn't know if you read it. But what people are traveling with now, 
there's a there's a new like travel item that everybody is traveling with. Yeah. Because what happens is when you park your car, right, right along the road next to it, everybody's traveling with sidewalk chalk. And what they're doing is to help remember where their car is, they're writing, listen to the Penn Cinema podcast in sidewalk chalk no. along next to where they park. That makes it's, so much sense. It's genius. It's absolute genius. Yeah. And it's especially great when you're out of town, mm. you know, because then, you know, you're spreading the word to even, you know, these poor guys in New Jersey. First of all, they got to live in New Jersey. Yeah. So life's hard enough. That's, you know. that's the real deal. Right. Yeah. I'm going to be... I mean, if Tony Baloney doesn't do this at work, he should probably just get fired. Right. I'm just saying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. What's better, script or print? I'd like com every other. I was just my every every other <laughs> script and, or both or both. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I've it. seen it artsy done where you do like script over the print. Mm. Mm. Make it even more illegible. Who's not artsy? <laughs> Tony Baloney. Nobody's artsier. Yeah, that's true. He's the artsiest. He's the artsiest fart. He's definitely the fartsiest. Fartsiest. Too. Well, yeah. I didn't want to bring that yeah. up on the show. It's the ham and cheese. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, doesn't he hate ham and cheese? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So listen, if you if you don't have sidewalk chalk, it, no, just say it like this: If you don't have sidewalk chalk yet, yeah, because obviously you're gonna get you're gonna sidewalk. Get, yeah, I mean, pff. what would you do? Right. You could just tell a friend. Okay, that's easy yeah. enough. You like get out. Here's the, here's the, here's how I picture it happening. Mm. You get out of your car and you're like, "Hey, Tony, pass me the sidewalk chalk," and they're like, "Oh shit, I left it at home." Yeah. So then, what you do if you don't want to tell a friend, stop a stranger on the street, and just be like, "Excuse me, sir, you want to listen to the Pensimo podcast? I'm gonna brighten up your day. I'm sorry you live in New Jersey. It's gonna brighten up your day. And they'll probably be really receptive to that. Absolutely, they'll be receptive, (laughs) (laughs) especially in New New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, yeah. One final thing that I I keep forgetting about until after our show's over. Remember how I saw the movie Renfield? Did you watch it? You didn't watch it. I I forget if I did. I forget if I pretended I did or not. Whatever. I don't think you did. I think that was one of those weeks where we saw different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the movie, there's a police station. And that they go to, they show, it's the Lancaster Police Station. Get out of here. What? Yeah. It's the Lancaster Police Station. They, they apparently, the film studio bought some stock footage of these people who use drones to take stock footage. And I remember seeing it and being like, why does that place look familiar? And then just moving on with my life. And then in the paper recently, they were like, yeah, this is, and they showed the picture. I'm like, well, no wonder. It's I like, how would I know the place from that angle? Wow. Like above, it's like yeah. from above. Yeah, yeah. And it's. Lancaster Police Station. Uh, the inside, of course, looks nothing like it, but right. when they, the exterior shots. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I wouldn't know what the inside looks like, David. I'm a rule follower. Yeah. Well, you're usually oh. blindfolded when they take you to the back. <laughs> they got the hood over my <laughs> yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> Interrogation methods. Right, right. All right. Well, once again, for the Penn Soda Podcast, I'm David Walton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take, take care, care and party, party on. on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, 
Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com. <laughs>